A number of people have pointed out to me, and quite rightly, that you know Mount Everest attracts thousands of climbers every year. I think I, I think I read somewhere that it's about twelve people on average every year twelve mm. die mm. Yep. attempting Everest. So that's that's all very well, and yeah, it's true. I people can't die argue. on many mountains around the world. I know. So John Hepburn. Uh, he's had a stunning amount of success in motorsport. He's won multiple motorcycle, uh, racing car, and even super truck titles in his career. His successes, as I mentioned, include a world record six trophies from six starts at the famous Isle of Man uh, TT, which we're talking about in 1999. Two silver, four bronze. He's a New Zealand motorcycle land speed record holder, nearly 200 miles per hour, set in Edendale in Southland. He joins us on the line. G'day there, John. G'day, John. Good afternoon. Should they ban the Isle of Man? No, not at all. Why? <laughs> no. Um, it's your choice to go there. Um, it's oversubscribed each year. Um, there's, there's lots of people that want to, want to do it, and I think it's a, a, a freedom of choice. The Isle of Man's much safer than it was um, years ago when I did it, um, to be honest. Um, and they have you have to have a super licence to race there and that now, so... Things have certainly tightened up there, so no, I don't believe it should be banned at all. Why did you do it? I mean, like, uh, it is so scary, and clearly so many people die doing it. What makes you want uh, to do that? It's the, the ultimate challenge, I guess, against, I guess, man and machine, um, and it is the ultimate motorcycle experience in reality. And it is not for everyone. There is some super-duper motorcycle races out there in the world. Valentino Rossi, probably one of the world's best mm, ever, mm. who would not do the Isle of Man. And I fully respect him for that. Um, but for someone like me, it was just I really, really wanted to do it. Until one day, on the last time I raced there, something went off in my brain and says, I don't want to do this anymore. So I stopped. Um, and I always did it for me, not for money or any other reason. So I, and I think that's very important. What did you ride around the Isle of Man? I raced everything from a 125 right through to a 1,000cc um, superbike, so 600s, 400s, oh, uh, 125s, man. 250s, 750s. I raced wow. everything there. Okay, yep. so, and when you're going flat out, what speed would you get to? Uh, back in the last time I raced, it was 2,000. So back in 2000, we were clicking uh, nearest to 200 mile an hour down the, um, the straights. Mile an uh, hour? Mile. Yeah. And the speeds now are probably just a little bit over that, but the track has changed. Like, everyone's talking about the faster lap times and stuff like that, but the track has changed from when I raced there. Um, I went back in 2013 because I couldn't understand why they were going so much faster. But there's several corners that they've opened up that used to be, say, a second-gear corner, which is now a fifth-gear corner. So your average lap speed has gone up quite a lot. And, and bikes have come a long way. They are going fast, that, that is true, but tyres have come a long way and so is suspension. John, did you get scared? Absolutely. Um, like I, I, I lost my teammate Robert Holden in 1996, which was, oh, was yeah. absolutely horrible. Um, Stu Murdoch, a good friend from Dunedin, um, unfortunately died in, in 98 there. Um, I had a crash there in 95 myself um, and lost half my thumb and, and smashed my wrist and halfway up my forearm to bits. It was a bit like jelly. Mm. Um, and, and I guess if you said you didn't get scared, there'd be something wrong with you, to be perfectly mm. honest, because fear is what controls you, how fast you go. So how does it affect you? Uh, you know, you, your, your friend dies, and, I mean, that rolls off the tongue. But this is a race, you're racing alongside him, and he dies. How does it affect the event when something like that happens? It's definitely a sombre moment, but it, it carries on um, because every single person does know the risk of why they're there. And, and to put it in perspective, compared to 
a lot of other motorsport events, the amount of miles, the amount of people that travel these miles there in that fortnight that the TT is on, and put that back into statistics, it's not as bad as what it seems. And I'm not saying that you know that it's not dangerous because it certainly is, but it is the ultimate challenge. And I think the freedom for people to be able to still do that if they're good enough is it should be allowed. What are you doing nowadays, John? Hip burn? I'm a scrap metal dealer in Timaru, and um, I also race um, muscle cars. I've got a HQ Holden Monaro um, that I race in Mainland Muscle Series down here, which we won that championship again this year. So I'm, st- I'm still racing things, and I'm still in touch with, with friends that live in the Isle of Man and people in, in the UK and that that um, I used to race with all the time. So, And I, I'm definitely going back over next year. Oh, John, last thing from me before we go, I watched the documentary Closer to the Edge on the Isle of Man. I'm sure you've seen it. Yep. The, the the main star of that, for want of a better term, he talks about being in this zone where he's just like nothing. He can't almost hear anything. It's just a different frame of mind than most of us operate in. Do you get that? Yes, I do. Um, and it's sort of, it's hard to put into words, but it's kind of like everything happens in slow motion. Mm. And you, your reaction times are a lot faster. So it's not like when you're driving down the road and you've got, you're in such a zone looking at everything that's going on and you're thinking two, three corners ahead and at the Isle of Man you need to, um, and it, it is like everything is in slow motion. Mm. What was your lap, your fastest lap time? Back then, I think the fastest I did was 118 point something mile an hour. No, no, and the time? Oh, no, 119, actually. So I never broke the 120 mile an hour barrier. Right. Gee, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I, I could just talk to you all day, probably because I'm in awe of somebody like you that has that mentality. I couldn't. Did you fear that you wouldn't come back, you wouldn't see family, wives, kids again? No, I, you, I don't believe you can think like that. Um, I guess everyone's mindset is never going to happen to them, and unfortunately it can. How do you not think like that, though? If you've got someone you love and you're in a race where, on average, people one or two people die every race, how do you not think that it could be you? Um, probably the same as driving on the roads because you look at statistics of road accidents throughout the world. You, you wouldn't do anything if that was the case, you know. Mm. And, and that's the way you have to look at it. Amazing. John, it's really, really wonderful talking to you. Yes. I admire you. I'm sure James does too and people mm. listening. Brave, you've got big cojones. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Mate, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, guys. And, um, yeah. I, um, my condolences to all those who have who have lost people at the Isle of Man, though, because that is a sad part of it. But yeah, um, oh, yeah long may it continue. Good on you. Thank Thanks, you very John. much, John.